And welcome back to another episode of Into the Night Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1985 John Lance directed comedy, comedy Into the Night, one minute of screen time episode. Yes, the comedy, the very well known comedy. comedy. Yes, the funny, funny comedy. Okay, well, uh, once again this week, uh, I'm Dave Pallas from Five Minutes in Mystery. And I'm Sean German from Five Minutes of Mine. And uh, we had Matt with us. Matt had a run out. He had to step outside. Uh, he's got to. He, uh, he has to go deal with the Frenchman who apparently is going to kill us now. So that's where Matt is. So we're here still in minute 88. Minute 88, we got uh, Jack now uh, explaining to us that we have to deal with... I say we, like we now. The audience, it's, it's, on, it's a bird of the audience now. Uh, that that Jeff, Gold, Jeff Goldblum and, uh, and Diane, played by Michelle Pfeiffer, they now have to deal with Cheyenne and that uh, we have to uh, contact her on his Rolodex. Who, who, the, the Frenchman. Who's the Frenchman? Another guy's kill, gonna kill us. Oh boy! And then, and then uh, Jeff Goldblum gives them a minute to to have a nice hug part ways. So, all right. <laughs> so that's like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the yeah. Minute. What Matt and us have been saying, you know, earlier this week is uh, uh got, got a piece of hair in my tongue here. Uh, is 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 such a, such a plot dump these minutes, and for it almost feels kind of. I don't know, patronize and be like, oh, you're going to have a deal with her. We'd be fine if we were dealing with her, but she kept sending guys to kill us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, like they never said, hey, we want to talk to you. It was, hey, bang, bang, guns, knife, knife. Yeah, because it sounded like that's what, um, what was his name? Hasi? Like, that's what Hasi wanted to do in the beginning was like bringing these stones to deal with his aunt. And then yeah. she had her goons, you know, kill him. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I, you know, I don't know what the other options are, but I don't know how, you know, how much I'd be down with Jack's plans here. Yeah. Um, okay. So he goes, you know, he, oh, it's in my Rolodex, the <laughs> office. Yeah, my wife will tell you where <laughs> yeah, it is. Rolodex, yeah. yeah. My wife. Yeah. Yeah. Go bother my wife. She'll tell you. <laughs> uh, I was, uh, I was thinking about like, I think, I think they should have a phone in his hospital room and have him call them like have him call her to say all right pull back your goons i'm gonna send you know diane and uh and jeff goldblum over and you know on my word they're not gonna you know they're not gonna screw you over don't kill them you know what i'm saying like i feel like jack should the last favor should be at least call should help yeah this should be more uh yeah more of the plot should turn here well and (laughs) Because doesn't know Diane. She doesn't know Jeff Goldblum at all. Right. So if they just call her and say, we have your diamond and stuff, she'd be like, oh, bring him to me or I'll kill you. It's like, it's very hostile. Yeah. Or bring him to me and I'll kill you. Exactly. Like, uh, oh, wow. Wow. What a, what a yeah. deal. Though, I was kind of going into a different direction. When you started talking about Jack should make a call, I'm like, maybe Jack should call his office and be like, yeah, some, you know, some strange lady and some strange guy are going to show up and want to look at my Rolodex let them in or well i thought the office was in the bill in his house that's what i thought it was when he meant office okay like there's a room in the house oh i thought they were like they'd have to leave and go to someplace else and like you know jack's assistant or secretary would be there and they'd be like oh we're just here to look at jack's rolodex but go around by my office 
Okay, that makes more sense. Well, yeah, so there's just another wing. Like, this is the hospital wing, and there's another wing of the mansion that's, like, the office wing. Yeah, I'm trying to make sense of how he says it. Go around by my office. It could be, like, like, walk around down the hall, or is it, like, yeah, go around to the other, you know, to the other side of town where my office was. But then it's, like, he's bedridden, so that's why I feel like if he had any information, like a Rolodex, it would be within at least wheelchair distance. Yes, wheelchair distance, sure. Or at least close enough for Larry to just walk over and grab it for him. Right. All right. It's such It's such a... It's also such a... I, I want to say... Unclimatic way of saying it. The number's on the Rolodex. Like, yeah, I guess... I guess it would be. It's it's the 80s. It's, yeah, it's the 80s. All it's your business contacts estate. numbers... It's... Yeah, it wouldn't be on a cell phone. It wouldn't be encrypted in a hard drive. It yeah. would just be like... On a, on a Rolodex, written down... <laughs> A little scribbled with some old Chinese men, you know, takeout <laughs> menus. Takeout menus. <laughs> and, and also, there's a lot of awkward. I feel like silence. Like it's like and, and, and the actor used to play Jack. Mm-hmm. Like his eyes kind of go up and down and back around. It's almost kind of like either he's like reading the script behind them, or they have like the big cue cards. And he's like looking past them, like go around to my office. Okay, it's in the Rolodex. Okay, then that's it. Yeah, it's one of those things where like knowing too much about the filmmaking process yeah. can get in the way. And it's yeah, it's not really natural. And I'm wondering like, so are Jeff Goldblum, you know, and Diana are they standing there as they're filming Jack shots? Because yeah, he he's looking around. He's looking. Um, well, I guess maybe he, he's looking at jeff goldblum when he's looking over diana's shoulder like it there's clear like for most of the minute when they show him he's not making eye contact with her where we imagine she would be um and it's kind of weird and he seems like he just he seems too healthy like shouldn't he be wheezing and like having trouble like he so he just dumped you know the last three minutes have been pretty much exposition dump from Jack. Yeah. He's like not getting out of breath. He's not like having any trouble remembering. Like, aren't we like, we're supposed to believe this guy's on his deathbed. I mean, he's, you know, he's turned his, you know, his man cave, he's turned it into a hospital room because the end is near. Like he's, you know, he's heading towards the light. Mm -hmm. He just, you know, he's not acting sick. I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to criticize the actor, but if he's supposed to be near death, that's I'm not getting that from this scene. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I. It's it's like it's so hard that like you know this movie does start so like like we play we we we, we start this movie where we're Jeff and yeah Jeff stumbles into this so it's supposed to be we're as clueless as he is, but it definitely feels like you're always like man I really maybe maybe I do wish there was a little bit more of setup for these other people like they were doing things. Before I, I just, it's just, it's hard to believe. I know I talked about it earlier, like oh, he was grifting, she was grifting, and this mm-hmm. is how they met. I hope that's the plot, like that was thought of. Like I don't know what John Landis in his mind when they were working on this film, like what was their backstory? That the un, the unwritten backstory of these actors were where were they five, ten years ago? I don't know. <sighs> right. So I can kind of see that because so Jack. Jack and Diana would have a history and they wouldn't necessarily need, you know, feel the need to go over any of that because they both know it. And apparently neither of them really care about Jeff Goldblum at all. So they're not going to explain it to him. Like, I think that would have been more natural in terms of, 
you know, we're talking about how this has just been kind of a big expedition dump. It kind of would make more sense if at some point, like, Jeff Goldblum, you know, kind of, you know, puts his hands on Michelle Pfeiffer's shoulders and just be like, all right, you're going to have to stand here and you're going to have to talk it out. Like, her explaining to him would make more sense because they just met. They don't know each other and maybe Goldblum's getting tired of driving around the city in the middle of the night and everything. Like, that would kind of make more sense where the Jack and Diana, they know each other. So, yeah, they're not saying too much, but well, there's a lot of things they don't say that it makes sense. But does it make sense for them to say as for Jack to be saying as much as he is like wouldn't because, yeah, if they're working together, they're kind of working the grift or just like Diana should know a little bit more about Jack's deal, even if it's just, oh, we're having dinner. And it's like, well, how was your day? And he's complaining, oh, I've got, you know, these business deals are like giving me headaches and. Uh, this crazy, crazy Iranian lady is doing this escrow thing, and like that's a whole thing. Like, like none of this has ever come up before between them. Yeah, and and, oh, and Jeff Goldblum definitely feels like he's just like, I guess like I guess he doesn't seem like he's excited to. Like he doesn't know where else to be, but at the same time, he can't be excited to like now going into the lion's den. You know, he's just an engineer. He's never negotiated deals like over life and death, right? Well, yeah, and then there's the the thing about the Frenchman, where like, what about the Frenchman? And Jack has no idea they're talking about, and he's like, well, you know, they're what does he say? Oh, he's not um, as you know, yeah, he's he, not as deadly as she is, or whatever. Well, like if you mean dead is dead, like so they've got some French hitmen after them. Yeah, and, like and also dismisses him. So if if you were a, a, one person in the audience who remembered the Frenchman, and they're like, I don't know who the Frenchman is, you go, oh, okay. Oh, sorry. I thought I thought that was going to be important, but I'm glad we tied up that plot line. Yeah, just I know we're just not going to worry about that. God. And like, and they like, and they like both. Yeah, both Jeff and Michelle are like totally. Oh well, Jack says not to worry about the guy who's trying to kill us, so we're not going to worry about that anymore. Like, I would, I don't know, I would still be concerned, especially if does the, yeah, what, yeah, if the Frenchman finds out where Jack lives, or if what if Shahid knows that Diane deals with Jack, she would go to Jack's house. Like, it's, it is funny how, like, these are the only two people so far to visit Jack during this time. Right. Well, because, they, yeah, and they showed up, um, I mean, they showed up at Jack's boat. Yeah. They knew enough to follow them there. So, why, like, why weren't they waiting? They're like, okay. Like, eventually, they went to, they went to Jack's boat. They went to Jack's club. Like, eventually, why don't we just stake out Jack's place? Because that's the next logical place where they're going to go. There should be, like, just Iranians waiting for them. As soon as they pop their head up out of that sewer grate, you know, the Iranians should just been there waiting for them since they seem to know all the other places they've been going. Yeah. It, <laughs> this, this part of the film is just, yeah, it feels so odd because it seems like it, it feels like it's a bubble outside of the film because it's like they're not in danger here. They waste a lot of time napping to get inside mm-hmm. and then yeah he explains them this dump and it's just like oh she has the escrow she needs to do this but i mean you technically aren't on a t- timetable you just don't want to get killed by her so yeah if possible it's like what if they just stayed here for a while you know and then and then jack could just i don't know call the police and say yeah my boat was uh broken into and uh my guard was assaulted by these Iranian guys, and I believe they work for, you know, Shaheen, and just, like, you know, put the pressure on her to, like, back off or something. 
Right. I feel like that's what Jack could do, but I feel like this movie's just like, oh, Jack could probably solve their problems, but we need to like put him in a deathbed with this kind of like, oh, you're in trouble, but it doesn't mean much to me, I guess, because I'm already dying. Like they have to, like, they have to put him in this attitude so he can't just solve their problems. Right. That's how I yeah, because he, he there seems like. Um, and I have, I have this issue. This happens a lot in movies, particularly with like comic book movies and superhero movies, where the character is just too powerful, mm. and then they have to come up with some weakness or some secret weapon, kind of just you know some MacGuffin or um, Dust Ex Machina, you know, from the the bad guy, just to kind of some vulnerability. So you're over your. So there's some you know some tension. There's some mystery. To kind of bring down the overpowered superhero. And that's kind of like Jack here. Where like he has a lot of power. So yeah like you said. Why not? Hey I've been, I'm in this mansion. I've got a hospital wing. I've got an office wing. I'm sure there's a guest wing. There's a pool house. There's some place where they can stay. That's far enough out of the way of, of Mrs. Jack. That it won't be an issue. Just like yeah. Why don't you stay in my pool house for a couple of days. Till this whole thing blows over. Like that. Which obviously doesn't make an exciting movie. But. Like, Jack could be doing more to help them. And it's like, well, he needs to be able to help them, but he can't help them too much because then that releases the tension and the suspense and everything. Yeah, because it's like, as long as that blind woman is not murdered, I feel like she should definitely... You think she would report it to the police that she was on a boat with Larry and, like, she was assaulted by these Iranian guys? Um... Like that's, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, this woman. I would think you know, unless you know, unless Larry probably told her like, "Oh, you know, Jack doesn't like to get the police involved, so mm. we'll take care of this privately." Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, because yeah, then you gotta, um, you got witnesses. Is she gonna? Yeah, is she gonna talk. Is she gonna go to the police. Yeah, and then hope. I. I mean, I always well, and I think because so so it is. I guess there must be private doctors. Well, because I was thinking so if. Let's assume that on the boat they didn't hurt the woman. Okay. Because Larry kind of sacrificed himself. Like, he took the beating so she could get away. But if Larry shows up at the hospital, like, obviously been worked over, aren't they going to call the cops? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not the same as a gunshot wound, but still, like, if he's just like, oh, I oh, I fell down, you know, I fell off a ladder. I tripped down the stairs, and that's why I'm like, I got 47 broken bones and I'm all bruised up. Um, or, mm-hmm. Though I guess he probably didn't go to hospital because uh, Jack's probably got like private doctors in his private hospital room at home here. Yeah, he must have you know, people who come in and just do that work and then not. Yeah, whatever Jack's line of uh, work is, he must. Yeah, he must have people outside of uh, yeah. the usual means. What is his line of work? We never really, other than we don't know. He's, he's just initial. he's just scamming and conning and he's got stuff going on. Yeah, we, we had to. Really... We only thing we can assume about Jack is that. He was an old. He was a guy who was doing some heavy stuff that Diane is doing now. That's all we like. We know we can like confirm how he talks to her. Her and him talk. They're like they're almost like talking like how Penn Teller describe a magic trick where they say like code words and like shorthand terms and stuff that like Jeff Goldblum and us the audience would be like, oh they they must know what they're talking about. Right. Like, you ever you ever watch that show with uh, Penn Teller the full me stuff? Yeah, yeah. Fool us. Yeah, the fool us. The best part is when, like, they're impressed by the magician and they go up and they say, so you did the hand drop? Yes. And then and then you did the, the spin around with the hand? Oh, yes. Okay, good. And they say these code words where it's like, to us non-magicians, 
we don't know what it is. It, but yeah, it means nothing. But to but them, then, they're asking him right in front of us, is this how you did your trick? Did you do this and this and that? Yes, I did it. I did it with that. Oh, that's very good. But to us, they're just talking nonsense. Oh, you did the spin with the three doves? Oh, okay, that's really good. Yeah, mm-hmm, I like that. So it's just like, it's all just, I don't know, in 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 the game discussion. It's like it's like it's like if uh, somebody watched The Wire without what like they watched like later seasons of The Wire without watching the first seasons of The Wire. They had like a lot of the the setup of like, oh, how do these guys work? It's you know, it's like oh, you need you gotta understand, you know, you gotta watch all those scenes where like you know Detective Freeman explains it to Presbo. Right. So yeah, so like there could be other stuff going on here between Jack and Diana and we're not picking it up cuz we just don't know their con lingo. Um is what you're saying. And then and then so okay. all right, so then we have the last the last about 10 seconds we or let's just say be 20 seconds. Um Jeff Goldblum leaves Diane and uh, and Jack to like, finally have a have a moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's like <laughs> finally. Yeah, they have a moment and then yeah, she sits on his lap and uh I don't know if that's if he you know if that's if that's one of Jack's old things like hey sit him by that guy I don't know <laughs> I don't know but yeah, yeah I feel like I feel like her sitting on his lap is as it's, it's it, I I was looking for it it's I see it as less yeah as less sexual an old flame I see it as more as she sees him as a dad yeah yeah I I my what I have in my notes is it's a touching fatherly moment yeah I I see this as like this is how like I you know grandpa if I if I go go over to my aunt's house and my grandpa's in his chair. I'll like you know I'll like lean down and say hey grandpa how you doing you know give him a nice hug and stuff. I feel like that's the same way how she's approaching this with Jack. You know, be a, be a gentle and, and and appreciating his uh, his wisdom. Right. Yeah. And then and that's that's the thing that Mrs. Jack doesn't get about this relationship that it's not. You know, they're kind of if 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 it ever was, you know, if Diana was ever a romantic rival. For Mrs. Jack, that their relationship has kind of evolved past that. That they're, yeah, he's, he's kind of a mentor, kind of a fatherly figure. We never kind of helping her. We never got hint that he had kids with Mrs. Jack, did we? Like I don't, I don't remember no. ever reading any of that. Yeah, I, I would think kids would come into it because it does seem like part of, and I don't think it might have been something last, like the previous minutes. Like there is something like I definitely got an, a feeling that. Mrs. Jack is worried that now he's on his deathbed, like he's going to change his will and, you know, he, he's going to go and then they read the will yeah. and it turns out, oh, he leaves everything to Diana. Isn't that what thing, happened like, with the whole Anna Nicole Smith when she, when she, uh, yeah. she married that very old, like oil tycoon guy and yeah. then there's a whole like legal thing with like the family's estate versus Nicole Smith. Yeah, and the kids are suing everything. So like, I definitely got a feeling that's one of Mrs. Jack's concerns. Like, okay. You're a dirty old man. You have your whatever. Fine. As long as you come home to me and your money, do what you want. And I would think that the kid, like if if there was a concern about, you know, inheritance and the will and that kind of stuff, like the kids would show up as well because they don't want to get cut out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if, if if Mrs. Jack get cut, gets cut out, you know, what are the kids going to get? So that might come up there. Um, so the fact that that doesn't get mentioned. So... Yeah, maybe they don't have kids. They just she's got, you know, she's got her dogs. Maybe she's got a couple corgis, and those are her kids. Or <laughs> you know, she's got her fur babies. God, I I hate that word, but that seems to be the word now. Everyone's got their pets. And they call them their fur babies. Like I get yeah. it. Uh, I guess it's weird. Yeah, it's yeah. 
They're not your kids. They're not human. Whatever. All right. So, Um, yeah, that's my thoughts. Because we're going to have to just, we're going to, you know, get in later this week. We're going to just dive into these these Iranians. Right. So just, yeah, just to kind of further confuse everything in terms of, you know, where is this movie coming from? Where is it going? Is this, is it a, is it a comedy? Is it action adventure? Suspense? Now it's, are we supposed to, are we sad? That Jack's dying? Like, <laughs> what? A, <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, because we we just met him, but obviously we've we've known of him. Like, we didn't see him, but like we knew he had a boat and, and other stuff. We like heard about him. Yeah, I think you know this is the only scene that we see him, and it's like it's kind of heavy. It's emotional. You know, this Diane. It seems like is like is this the last time she's going to see him ever? Mm. Particularly like he's talking like, oh, you're gonna you know, take the money and run and you'll get a new start. And like, this is like their final goodbye. And I'm like, I don't like, I don't know. Up to this point, this movie has not made me feel emotion. Yeah. Other than confusion. Like, is it trying to make, are you trying to, you know, John Landis, are you trying to make me feel things here? Am I, am I sad that they're not going to see each other again? Am I supposed to feel sad that Jack's dying? I don't, yeah, it just, it, it seems like there's something, but it's not, it's not landing. Like I'm not. If I'm supposed to be feeling, I'm not feeling. Yeah. But I'm wondering if I should be feeling. If that makes sense. And it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. All right. Well, All right. Yeah. Well, listeners. All right. I, so, I, listener, thank you for listening. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I got to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, listeners. Oh, will, uh, maybe Matt had the right idea. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's outside. I may I'm not just... be back next minute. We just maybe. Uh, <laughs> by Friday, it'll just be the listeners in <laughs> silence. <laughs> You're on your own, listener. We can't help you. Gosh. All right. Well, (laughs) listeners, uh, if you didn't know already, you can find this podcast. It's the night on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. It's main site, nightminute.com. The social media is the the Kings Lives Listener's Limo. Remember the limo? Remember (laughs) that? Remember that limo? Yeah. Uh, Remember the Frenchman? The King Lives. King Lives Listener's Limo on Facebook and Twitter at Night Minute. And uh, so, yeah, we're just going to let you know that uh, uh, Sean and I, I'm from Five Minutes of Mystery. He's from Five Minutes of Mime. And uh, and Matt, we'll still give him his plug. He is from right now. He's working on Independence Day, ID4 Minutes, with uh, his co-host Alex and Johan. So, yes, uh, tomorrow I know I know we'll be back seeing how we're going to deal with these ideas. <laughs> so, yeah, join us tomorrow as we go into the night. Into the night! Into the night. Thank you or what? I'd say I fall in the or what category.